Whoa, cannibal people. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about there being like feral people that lived in the parks, you know? So you're talking like feral people. Feral is in they don't interact with normal society and could be a little weird. You know, like deliverance style kind of people. So they're like uncontacted Amazonian tribe. <laughs> yeah. Just but, like in North Dakota. Ooh, can you imagine <laughs> an uncontacted Appalachian tribe? Oh, no. <laughs> I think we've seen them on Soft White Underbelly. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Ray. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's the Whitakers. <laughs> I think the Whitakers are Bigfoot. Whitaker, yeah. Hey, so we're going to check out what the Whitakers are doing when they're not being filmed yeah, by I that know. Guy. I feel like every Bigfoot <laughs> sighting is just Ray. Dude, I'm honestly great. Yeah? Yeah, I feel... I don't know if I'm, like, living in La La Land oh. or or if, like, I've just, like, gone full schizo, but, like, I don't know, man. I feel like I'm full cured. Full schizo? What do you mean cured? I'm cured. We don't have to do the podcast anymore? No, we're definitely <laughs> still going to do, do the podcast. we don't do the podcast anymore? Dude, no. I just feel like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm fully tapping into my don't give a fuck old dad smoking meats drinking beer playing video games hanging out with the with the fam i can see that i think i'm i'm just going like full dad yeah that's good i love it but not republican I like dad, it not you, fox for, news for dad. your for your peace of mind that sounds great yeah i don't know man i'm cured oh yeah no i'm just fucking i'm out here trying to health max right now i'm pumping iron not drinking uh, trying to stick. Okay, well that I've been not slacking drinking. on. I will stick into the not drinking, pumping iron, dude. Just like I've been trying slacking to eat low on the carb. gym, bro. I I'm happy you're back at it. Yeah, you are. You are actually an inspiration for me in the first place to go. Right. And uh, well, I keep I telling myself, that. but I keep telling myself it's just the winter blues and the dude. holidays. But but you, that's when you got to muscle winters. through. Yes, winters. It, winter is the gains maxing time. You bulk the fuck up. You eat like a motherfucker. You work out like a motherfucker. You get big as a bitch. Like a grizzly. Yeah. Except you don't hibernate. You get big as a motherfucker, right? You pack You're... on as much mass as you can, and then when spring comes, you fucking go hard line with your discipline. You're a grizzly that's in prison you and come out doesn't, of doesn't get to hibernate, but you just do pull-ups and push-ups yeah, all day. Exactly. You get to play in the rec yard. You get mm-hmm. to shoot some hoops. Mm-hmm. You know, you Stab another convict. Yeah. That stab kind another of stuff. Bear. Yeah, stab another bear. Could you imagine bear prison? It'd be pretty... Honestly, it'd be pretty sick. There's a time. I imagine like uh, they had something like that in the gladiator arena. You but, know, when they kept all the foreign animals true. there and stuff. So there's probably like their bear, bear... Kind of bear prison sitcom going on. Definitely like yeah. some... Hmm, fight for the elites. Hey, let's stop fighting to each other right now. <coughs> They're getting ready to feed us a guy. But I really, I, I'm really interested in the timeline where like bears replace humans, like the Goldilocks timeline. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. Where like bears or We're humanoids. We're talking Germanic fairy tales here. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, I want to live in that timeline, I think. I don't know. Or I don't at least think I, I want to I wanna peer in it. I want to peer into it. I want to watch that movie. I do like the idea of like me tearing apart a bear's refrigerator because I thought I smelled ants in it because <laughs> of the formaldehyde. You know, I like the idea of that. Just like. They're just like those fucking humans again. I know. Like they, they shine a light and it's like you naked hunched over in a jar of honey <laughs> in at, their garage. We're at Yellowstone breaking into their cars to get. Yeah, right. Out. Like that kind of shit, you know. <laughs> just like naked humans breaking into their it. shit. <laughs> Be pretty cool. Which one of us would be Yogi? Which one of us would be Boo Boo? I feel like I'll be Yogi because he's retarded, and Boo Boo's definitely getting into the all the hijinks. Kind of, they're both kind of retarded, but Yogi's kind of the Boo Boo's the hijinks guy. Boo Boo's an idiot too, though. You're a you're a hijinks guy. I am. I do like having a little cheeky fun. Like but that's not him. to say you're a sidekick. You're not a sidekick in any way. This is these are these are communist bears. They're fully equal with each other. Well, I'm actually super stoked. You actually texted me today, and normally we just kind of like wing it and freeball it. And you were like, "Dude, I'm I'm feeling called. Jesus called my name, yes. and we need we need to talk about cryptids today." Yeah, we're doing some cryptids. We're doing some fucking missing four one one stuff. You know, some good shit, and it all kind of ties in together, which is interesting. You know, um, it's David. You know, they just. I got obsessed with it because I was listening to a couple other things and watch, and I ended up watching the movies again. You've been listening to some like coast to coast again too. No, 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 no. Uh, this uh, this other podcast, Subliminal Jihad, they they cover like kind they kind of can cover conspiracy stuff, but like from a very well researched kind of rational point. Mm-hmm. But they do believe in things like they do cover cryptids and things like jinn and like Sasquatch and aliens and UFOs and like just kind of like deal with like the documented stuff you know but like bread and butter conspiracy shit. yeah yeah that yeah. kind of shit but mainly a lot of like harping on like cia shit like phoenix program that kind of stuff you know just the normal shit that we that we tend to talk about too sure just they they want to do like you know we could we could sit here and talk all day about this different stuff you know but they like to they want to you know they go in and like really deep dive stuff like hard like really deep dive the fuck out of it um like, you know, serious research, like almost written kind of outlines for the episodes and stuff. It's very impressive and a lot of wellspring information, but it got me thinking about this stuff. And so I started getting back into the old missing 411 Sasquatch shit again. Sure. And uh, it's very, it gets really interesting. I actually managed to find things this time that I hadn't seen or heard before. Huh. Which is interesting. You know, it was kind of like a different. That's always fun. That's always like, fun when you like revisit stuff. Yeah. Like, again, it's bread and butter conspiracy shit, but it's also like. You know, having revelations still is very right. fun. It's well, it's titillating. It's also not something that's like stopped. Yeah. You know, like it's still ongoing. Like, you know, you know how many people go missing in the national parks per year? I'm sure a fuck ton. 600,000. No way. Per year. Yeah. Per year. Go missing in national mm-hmm. parks. Mm-hmm. 600,000 people per year. Dude, I'm lucky I made it back yeah, from the Grand Canyon. You know which one has the most disappearances? I bet it's the Grand Canyon. It's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> I wonder how many of those are suicides. I think it's, uh, I don't know, probably a good bit. A fair amount of probably yeah, suicides. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of people who probably go out there and do that. But there's, but there's of... probably human trafficking. Mm-hmm. There's probably murders. There's, there's a lot of different things because they also, you know, national parks are very much painted as like these kind of honky-dory peaceful places. And they're kind of like, they're supposed to be considered natural spaces, but they almost aren't because of how managed they are now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like it's been separated from nature. So it kind of, cre- like, by us, like, it's this maintained patch that we take care of, like, well, very specifically. You and know? I will even say, to that point, 
there was some legislation uh, around, you know, building a dam near mm-hmm. where the Grand Canyon is, the Grand Canyon National Park. And eventually they passed some legislation that was like, okay, you can't have a dam in this area or that area because there was yearly floods. That's how the place was formed mm-hmm. is that every year, yeah. you know, the, the water levels rise so fucking much and it's on like clockwork, like clockwork. You mm-hmm. can count on it. Right. And so before they had all these laws passed, they snuck a dam in, um, you know, couple tens of miles, you know, further up from where the current national park is. Right. And that is actually the only reason that the park, the trail, Phantom Ranch, all the places that existed there, that is the only reason that it, it it was able to, you know, be built in the way that it was because it stopped the annual floodings and it made the water levels predictable. Right. You can always tell where it's going to come from, et cetera. Right. And um, <clears throat> another thing that uh, I kind of, uh, last thing I'll spurg out about what the Grand that? Canyon, I, it's been on my mind for a while and I, I haven't brought it up, but one of the most interesting things about the Grand Canyon, just as a national park, you know, if we're going to be talking about national parks today, um, you know, we have this idea in our heads that like national parks is like, OK, it's conservation land set aside by the government for like good, noble cause. It's to conserve wildlife. It's to conserve, you know, the the natural habitat, the natural beauty, the wonder, all this stuff. And it's all this hokey surface level like, oh, don't look over here uh, yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, I was reading a lot about the history of the Grand Canyon while I was there and going into the museums and reading books and articles about it. And pretty much everything there, um, the national, it became a national park because of run amok capitalism. Mm. So no one ever really went out there. The Spanish were the first people that got there in like the 1500s. Right. And even they were like, yo, fuck this place. And that's why like, like Mexico, looking, they were looking for El Dorado. Well, that's also what it was right. Well, I'm not sure if that's the case, but the Spanish got here before, you know, the Western settlers ever went out there. Okay. And so the, that's kind of why Mexico kind of stopped at Texas and that whole area kind of stopped there was because they got up to the Grand Canyon right. and were like, yo, the rest of this place, fuck that. We're just going to leave it. Yeah. It's, who cares? So then a couple hundred years later, westward expansion, 1800s, we have, you know, the hubris of white men <laughs> and, uh, you know, all this shit. And the hubris of a, a nation and that was growing. Exactly. And so these guys get out there. And uh, Bucky, there's this like cowboy named Bucky. He built the first. Of course, there is. He built the first cabin on top of the rim, which is the edge of the Grand Canyon. <clears throat> and that turned he turned that into. He lived there. He worked out of it, but he also turned it into basically the first Airbnb. Yeah, he would let people come and rent and be like, "Come stay at the edge of the canyon." It was also the first rim job, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. Then you have like these designers come in and you have all this stuff being propped up and and I'll get to my point, but all I'm really saying is once you look into the history of like the buildings that are at the Grand Canyon, the people who designed them, the companies that were building it, all of it was centered around capitalism. All of it was, and even the railroad, there's a railroad track that runs right next to it. Mm. Private 
a private company built that. That was not right. like like the government didn't build a railroad out there. It was like some guy with a fuck ton of money was like, I'm going to build a railroad alongside the Grand Canyon and charge people a fuck ton of money. It yeah. was all business access, venture. Yeah. And then I shit you not. I think I mentioned this once before, but they discovered they during prohibition, they discovered that people there was there was like a still. They were brewing mash. They found mash down at this place called Indian Garden, which is this little oasis, this little wet spot down in the canyon. I hiked through it. It's gorgeous. It's awesome. Beautiful little rest area. But um, agents found mash there. The next day or the next week, it turned into a national park. Yeah. So all it took was during prohibition for them to find some alki, and then they just and then they just come and took it all. And now, like you said, it's acid confiscation and shit. Yeah. And so the government, right, National Park Service, gives us this facade of they're doing it for conservation, but they're doing it for control of the land, right? Because it's a huge fucking plot of land. And so that kind of like context, like just think about that context Mm -hmm. whenever we're talking about national parks. Oh yeah. Is that they're they're going to give you some hokey facade. Yeah, but the the real reasons are a lot more sinister. It's all about control. It oh, always yeah. is. No, that that's like a prevalent theme with a lot of the the national forests and parks and stuff, is that it was like tycoons that came in and developed them under like Roosevelt establishing them as national parks. But like the people who developed it were all like capitalist tycoon people, and like like uh, Great Smoky Mountains is one that I think kind of is a good example of that. That national forest mm-hmm. was very much like developed as like a tourist attraction and not necessarily like a conservationist thing. You know, it's not, it's never really been specifically about that. They can kind of hide behind that with the forest rangers and Smokey the bear and the, you must prevent forest fires, like that kind of shit, you know, but like, that's like not really part of it at all. You know, and, Smokey is a real cop in the bear timeline, right? Yes, he is. No, he is actually. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. He's actually the top cop. He's like their fucking like he's like Duke Nukem of the bear world. And uh, Kumo from Tekken. It's like him just shotgunning naked humans. Kumo from Tekken is yeah. actually Steven Seagal. <laughs> Damn, that's an old one. I like yeah, that. That's, that's a deep cut that's for you. That's an old reference right there, dude. I love Tekken. Yoshimitsu man. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. Yeah, I love you know fisting my own ass on my katana. <laughs> yeah, it's sick. Before I stab people. Sick move, dude. Yeah, Yoshimitsu was the shit. Like when you when we were all six, he was like just like the coolest looking you just dude. Just get on that thing and hop, bing, 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 and he had a katana. It was like, why? How would you not want to play as that you guy? Harry Curry all the time. It was great. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of these forests too. The other the other factor that starts kind of leading up to this missing four one one thing is the staff. Like a lot of the um the program that puts in forest rangers and you know forest rangers didn't have quite a bit of power. Um, uh, they can, yeah. Like it did, at least in the national parks. Like they're, they're like, basically federal agents. Yeah, essentially, like yeah. they have more power than like your average beat cop, for sure, by far. You know, by and large, even though they're basically doing the same thing just in the woods. Mm-hmm. You know, not not completely. I don't want to like denigrate these people, but there is a lot of like shady characters that come through these programs who end up working at these parks. Like there's guys. Like there's been cases of like park rangers shooting people for no reason. Like like any other cop, you know that kind of shit. It happens all the time. Bro, this just reminded me of a quick anecdote. Uh-huh. There was a junior ranger, not a park ranger, but there was a junior ranger. You could tell he was like 18, 19, had like an emo haircut, septum ring, and he had his like little junior park ranger get up on, mm-hmm. and he was standing near the top of like, this was my third day 
Yeah. Right? You're dying. I'm dogged. I'm dying. <laughs> I'm coming out. You're turning purple. Yeah, yeah, right? So I'm coming around the bend, and there's this guy here, and we just talked to him. And I don't know what it was, but, like, you know, Bay or her mom, you know, asked him a question. And his response was, he was looking at his phone the whole time, and then he looked up and was just like, uh, I guess, like, whatever. <laughs> Like, that was his response. Sick. I don't remember what the question was, but his response was basically that. And uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't care why you're talking to me. Yeah, like, he was a junior ranger, like, obviously out there just trying to get some hours. Like, yeah. they're like, hey, your thing, you're going to do four hours, you know, at this, you know, station. To get your cert or whatever And, and talk to these people, be friendly, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. He's just looking at his phone and was like, uh, I don't know, like, you can go sit over there, I guess. I guess. Like, oh, I don't care. And so, yeah, like, they will just don't let touch fucking anything. anybody. <laughs> Yeah, and I think they they probably are desperate for workers too. Oh, I mean, for sure. Well, they probably had to lay off a good bit of their staff when nobody was fucking allowed to go to those things for several. True. Several. Yo, months. they had a housekeeping issue. Like this is total first world problems. But we were staying at the lodge that you know the night before we were about to go, and it took them six hours to get us our key. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, because they had no house cleaners, housekeepers. Oh, so they had to like go up there and go fix it real quick. So they had to like yeah, they took them forever to like turn this lodge over oh, to god. us. Yeah, we didn't even get in there. We looked so weird. We were the only people in the restaurant the with our bags. We had like hiking bags just with stuck us. There. <laughs> and we were in the restaurant like with this our thirty pound bags. This is fine. Yeah. Anyway, enough rambling about I don't that. Know. You're good. This missing four one one shit though, so is there's are you kind of getting at like there? There is definitely a bigger conspiracy around the yeah, missing people in these sure. national parks. Like it can't just be all suicides or coincidence. Exactly. Like, like each each case is a little bit different, you know. And like it always like there's certain quantifiers that makes it like a missing four one one case versus this person got killed by a bear. This person got killed by somebody in the park. This person just died on the trails. This person committed suicide. It's like. 411 cases are very specific because the circumstances are so odd. And not everybody dies on a missing 411 case. Some That's people, true. Some people come back and make it back. But the real signifiers, like, uh, here, let's let's scroll down here and let's read just a couple of these so we can kind of get a picture of, like, how it happens, where it happens. And then I'll kind of break down exactly what a 411 case is. So what website is this? Historic <laughs> Mysteries? Dude, there's a I lot love of, it. There's a lot of dubious websites on this one. But I feel like the material is good, and it, or at least it's fun to kind of. If they're with. selling Jesus kitten shirts, I, this is the site I want to be. It's a good on. website. It's a good yeah, website. At least it's not 4chan anime porn in the banner. <laughs> yeah, you know well, what I mean? I mean this yeah. is the kind of website you want to be. Yeah, for you sure. Be on. So uh, go back, go down a little bit further when we get into the cases. Yeah. So here you go. Like cases, the disappearances are usually in a national park, a uh, rural area, or a large reserve of public land, and it's almost always public land. But yeah. that's because people are just allowed to go on that. I think like there might be things that happen on private land, just nobody finds out about it. But most of the time, if it's somebody's private land, yeah, they know who's there. It's not, or it's them, mm-hmm. you know. So typically, it probably wouldn't happen on private land. But um, exceptionally odd circumstances surround the disappearance, um, and then mental illness or voluntary disappearance never appears to be the case. So cause. that's those are kind of the criteria. That's like for, the basic criteria for what we specifically mean when we're saying missing four one one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the missing four one one investigations were given that moniker. I don't know exactly why, but the person who did it was David Polides, and he was a former. I think he's a former California lawman, and I think he just started like you know pattern noticing. You know, he kind of saw like a lot of. Yeah. 
he just started looking into this stuff because he noticed the like alarming number of people that went missing. I guess being a cop, he just was kind of like, well, what the fuck's going on here? You know. Hold on, wait a minute. This is crazy. So this said at any point there are up to up to 900,000 missing people. 90,000. 900,000? Oh, 90,000. Yeah, 90,000 people declared legally still, missing in America. At any that's given insane. Time. There's there's like at any moment there's like 100k people that just, they, people just don't nobody know where they're at. Yeah. Well, then and that like then you start breaking it down from there, you know. But um, and you're saying six hundred thousand a year are in national parks and public lands I think so, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, that's an insane amount of fucking people just disappearing. But um, so the vast majority of these strange disappearances occurred on clearly marked popular hiking trails. Additionally, victims often proficient outdoorsmen and women, hikers and hunters who know their backwoods well. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like people who would probably never get lost. Like yeah, there was one today that I was looking at that he was um. He's like a guy who lives in, uh, I want to say it's Wyoming, and he hunts backcountry in Wyoming. He has this one spot he hunts along this creek, and he's he knew that place so well, he had caches that he buried stuff. Yeah. Like, in case he got lost out there. And he carried a GPS with him, and uh, he was a bow hunter, backcountry bow hunter. And uh, he went out there, and then, like, they never found him, and then a couple years later, they went go looking for, you know, they like they just kept checking every now and again, looking for stuff. They found, like, his thermos with a cup right next to it and an open energy drink, and he was overlooking, like, the road out of there. Mm-hmm. So, like, at one point, he was right there where safety was. You know, he, he was within view of safety. He could see the buildings for, like, the trailhead he went up and shit. Then they found, like, 11 miles down from where his campsite was... They finally found like his boots, his jacket, and then like a trail led to where it was like bo- someone was riding horses and they just saw a skull under a tree. This sounds like some like Netflix drama shit. But it's real. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it almost makes you wonder like, again, where do they get these stories from? Is life imitating art or is it yeah. some weird and, backwards signaling the other way ta- around? And they talk about how like, oh, the original theory was like hypothermia because he shed his boots. They found yeah. his jacket. They found all his stuff shedded, but then like, they never found his pack with his bow. And it's like, if you were hypothermic and you somehow managed to still walk 11 miles, why the fuck would you keep your backpack on with the 30 pound, but like your 30 pound backpack with a bow, you know? Yeah. It, it just seems just like stops making sense at that point. There's you know? a lot of odd circumstances yeah. that just will never add it's up. Stu- in yeah. The, a lot like, of these cases, almost every single one of them, it never adds up. I mean, so yeah, the Yosemite cluster of cases. And that's the other thing is they happen in geographic clusters. So the places where the disappearance happened, Polita said there can be any... He's like, every disappearance has a number as low as three and as high as 70 in each cluster. So multiple people suffer the same fates in the same places. Is this... Is routinely. This, is it... Oh, so it's a routine thing. So it's it's like an active hotspot. It's not like you see like Almost, pings no, of activity. Yeah, he said, he said the lowest amount there is in any one cluster is just three. Which means, like, each place it happens, there's, there's like three a multiple year. Multiple of them, no, just multiple people have gone missing in that spot. So, like, he said the lowest number in any one given spot would be three. Like, so the smallest one he's ever seen of cl- the, they're always clusters. Yeah. And the smallest set of disappearances he's ever seen is three disappearances in one place. That's crazy. That's nuts. Like, that's kind of like uncanny. Like the odds of that, like of someone disappearing without a fucking trace. Yeah. 
And then you either find them like dead months later, even though you searched and searched and searched, like they comb that place with a f- like fine tooth comb and never found them. And then all of a sudden there they are. It's like where they kidnapped and tortured yeah. for a number of months and then brought back, you know? Yeah. Like, like what, they, what were they, you know, who knows? And then that's when it starts getting into the weirder theories of like, you know, cryptids being involved possibly, or, um, there's people who've gone and like, said that they got lost, but there was people there that they could see, but the people wouldn't talk to them, and they were, like, hiding in the bushes, like, just observing them. And, like, they'd try to talk to them, and and a lot of people also have, like, no recollection of what happened. Like, these are coherent, cognizant, normal people. They come back normal from it, but then you ask them, you're like, so what happened while you were gone? And they're like, I do not remember. Could have been abducted by fucking aliens. At all. Could have been raped by Bigfoot. You know, like, they'll, they'll tell you all these things. They're like, yeah, I survived off Watercrest the whole time. They're like, so what happened? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I just, I remember the initial little bit, but after that, there's nothing. So, you know, it's very odd. And then the other instances of, like, clothes showing up completely folded. Neatly folded in place. What? Yeah. They found one thing where a kid, his clothes were completely neatly folded in place. Um, and then his body was like 500, y- my, like 500 yards up the side of a cliff away from his clothes. And they were just neatly folded. And they were just neatly folded. Or like a kid's clothes got stripped. Um, and they found his body at the top of the cliff, but they said a mountain lion attacked him. Or they just found bones. That's all they found left. But they said a mountain lion ate him and attacked him. But the clothes have no blood and they were pulled off inside out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- I wonder I wonder how much of it is like active cover. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. active cover for like you know, people getting into shady shit. Like we know cops go crooked. We know cops participate in prostitution rings. They participate in drug rings. Mm-hmm. We know that like law enforcement not only will turn a blind eye but in in extreme cases they will dip their hand in the pot and they'll they'll kind of like actively aid in making sure that i mean even down to iran contra and and the cartels that we see today and where do you think the cartels get all that gear uh from us <laughs> come the fuck on yeah from us <laughs> and uh fast and furious ha- fast and furious happened like i wonder the, how much Obama era op yeah i wonder how deep this goes into you know laura silsby level uh-huh. abductions yeah you know and, what i'm and, saying and i i think that's like another good theory behind it is that there is something like that going on uh and yeah and maybe they're trying to give some semblance of like you know because like i guess how hard would it be to like tear up some or just leave the clothes there you just leave the fucking clothes there because most of the time the animals and rodents will start fucking pulling pieces off of it and making like nests out of it and whatever else. It just seems there. too on the nose for like clothes to be folded up. Like, and there's yeah. gotta be, and, there's always outliers. There's always going to be those cases they, where somebody actually died. Somebody actually committed suicide. Somebody actually got hurt. Yeah. And they always find know? like shoes and shit too. that are like pristine condition. Like, you know, like mo- they find them like years later. And that's so weird. They find like the shoe of a person who went missing years later and it's yeah. fine it doesn't look like it's been sitting in the woods for five or six years That's getting rained crazy. on and fucked up you know it's like brand new like it just showed up like someone's like come find me 
or like you know whatever or maybe let's say they got evidence. abducted and somebody yeah. dumped it you know and just held on to it but it seems that's a, that's a little elaborate that's so crazy because you know even going back to the predictive programming me and bay just watched a a series um there's a couple seasons but it's called the center it's actually really fucking good i don't think i've heard of it. but it's like this detective in the most recent one this woman goes missing and the, i think they eventually find her body but again shoes were a big deal yeah like you know and and you know war mode guys talk about shit like true detective on hbo is blatant signaling in your yeah. face bless you. Thank you um blatant signaling in your face so again you know this popular netflix series that you know they're they're bringing attention to the shoes and that they were found in a different location and they're like why would she take her shoes off and then run up this gravel road you know like that was a big part yeah. of just the whole carrying out of this ritual that was happening you know not in this particular case right it wasn't a ritual per right. se yeah, but the it, shoes, that's an interesting... It definitely smacks of like... I mean, there's high strangeness going on no matter what, just due to the circumstances as well as like, you know, what already goes on in national parks. There's a lot of like weird mythos and legends with national parks and stuff. Like uh, the people... Like there are people, private citizens who like live in national parks still. Sure. They have private property there and they're kind of closed off. I forget. They call them like something holders, like in holders or something like that. And huh. once the park, because when the park showed up, yeah, they just set boundary lines. They're like, this is a national park now. And these people are like, we fucking like, they were already there. Yeah. So they just kind of built the park around them essentially. And there is people like that. And like, there's been histories of cases of rangers having to deal with like people like that. Like some ranger got like his part of his shoulder shot with like a shotgun trap. No shit. By one of the people who lives in there that they set like on their land. They set a booby trap. Yeah, they set up. They live on a national park and set a shotgun trap. When it went off, the guy like came out of his fucking house with a gun and pointed at him and was like, "Get the fuck off my property!" Like, it's just some like dude who fucking went like went rogue and lives in the middle of the park essentially. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, man. There's all kinds of like. It's like that that pictures like that. Those pictures you see of like Chinese, you know, building owners. Where, Where like a middle. city comes in, they'll build like a fifteen lane highway, and yeah. there's just like a building right in, in the, the middle, middle of it. They just refuse. And they're to like, nope, not it. selling. This is where I live. No thanks. Um, but yeah, I wanted to read a couple of these. The Yosemite. Cluster. Yeah, totally. So this is the Yosemite cluster cases. This is just like some of the more notable ones, and we'll just I'll just do a couple of these. Um, so Stacy was a fourteen year old girl on a horse riding trip with her father and several other friends in Yosemite National Park. What was likely a picturesque and enjoyable ride over the stunning wilderness of Yosemite became a nightmare for the heiress family. After arriving at the Sunrise High Sierra camp, Stacy cleaned up and decided to take a walk. The young girl asked both her father and another member of the party to join her, but was denied their company. She made it clear that her walk was only down to a nearby lake in order to take some photographs and stretch her legs. The lake was nearly within earshot of the site, and the site was not known for any instances of animal predation. Thus, her father likely thought little of his daughter's actions. However, once she embarked on her short, uh, her short walk, Stacy Harris was never seen again. After a comprehensive and thorough search lasting nine days with over a hundred people, sniffer dogs, and helicopters, nothing more than the lens cap of her camera was ever found. And that's pretty crazy. Like she disappeared without a fucking trick. And that's the craziest ones is where they find nothing of this person. Not even like a blood trail to signify predation. Not even uh, like articles of not even articles of clothing. You know, yeah. they just don't fucking find anything of you. You're just it's like you got sucked up into the fucking air never to be seen again. Maybe on top of did. that. Yeah, you know. On, exactly. And on top of that, 
Sn- the other big thing with 411 cases is that sniffer dogs can never fucking find them. Really? Yeah. Never can fucking find them. You know what? Like they, they go out there and they go out there with dogs, which are supposed to be like cadaver dogs. They're supposed to be able to do this shit. Yeah. And it and it works most of the time, but these are these certain cases that never these anyone that gets classified as a four one one always has dogs that can never find the people. Really? Because they're just gone. Just and like they, you said, they'll track for a while and they lose them. Could be literally sucked in the air. Could have been picked Fucking, up. Could have been picked up and carried. You also can uh, go with, by a Bigfoot. Okay, well, you know the theory with Bigfoots being p- potentially interdimensional beings. Have you heard that? Do you lend any credence to that? You know, or do you think that's foo foo shit? You think it's like a real? You so think it's like a flesh I, and blood ape? I think. I don't know what I think because you know I don't have any opinions, right? But I like the theory because you know we've applied the interdimensional thing to yes. aliens. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of taking that like flavor yeah. and just adding it to Bigfoot. Sure. I think there is something to be said about Bigfoot specifically in like Sasquatch as like a core bread and butter conspiracy mm-hmm. cryptid. Right. Is because there is a missing link in the human timeline. Mm-hmm. There is like thousands of years of like we have no idea how our brain grew so much, how our skulls evolved so much so drastically in a short amount of time right, yeah, there's, to get to where we are. Yeah, it's very unexplained. And certainly. so there are theories that if it is a flesh and blood ape, it could be part of the missing link, mm-hmm. you know, tribe. Could be. And if they are like super in tune with living in the, the forest, you know, they could be perfectly still and we'd never perceive them. Sure. And, you know, I like the idea of them being interdimensional and they can like be invisible. Like it, literally it would help invisible. With the way that they're so good at cloaking. slipping in and out of places and never yeah. being seen, never being found, only traces being found here and there. So maybe again, they are the missing link, yeah. but they're the interdimensional, you know, fifth dimensional versions of the of ourselves we're trying to ascend to. Yeah. Maybe when we truly spiritually ascend, we all just become Bigfoot. You'd love that. I would love that. love that. That's my new theory <laughs> that'd be of your, everything. That'd be your be all end all. Right? I think. Okay, you know what? You just convinced me Bigfoot's interdimensional, yeah. and I need to ascend <laughs> yeah, into being you need one. To become a Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh yeah! Look at him. Look at that. Look at it. I'm gonna ascend. One of these days. You gotta ascend. Baby. Look just like that. But um. Yeah. So let's see. We'll do one or two more of these, and then I want to move on to like the the cannibal thing because that's a thing. Oh, cannibal! That's a thing. You, you always pique my interest yes. when you say cannibals. So, What's the mystery man? The mystery man. This is in 1968. In early August, a man's body turned up in a crevasse located within Tenure Peak. This is a site not far from Sunrise High Sierra Camp and the lake where Stacy Aris disappeared. This man has never been identified, but analysis of the body was never able to determine the cause of death. Incredibly, obvious signs such as blunt force trauma multiple broken bones that might evidence a fall to his death and the gorge were not present that is another factor with a lot of these missing 411 things is that there is no usually no clear signs of what killed them so they always try to attribute it to hypothermia um like the kid the kid that i was talking about that they say got dragged up the hill by the cougar uh they did like four different dna tests on his fucking skull to try and find out if a uh, mountain lion bit him, they never found a shred of mountain lion hair on his fucking clothes. None of that kind of shit. And they could never actually determine the cause of death, even though they said a mountain lion killed him. So that, again, that's just them covering their ass. They just found like a couple bones and they're like, yeah, mountain lion killed. 
And how could I say in that specific case, how could a mountain lion fold his clothes up? Yeah, how did it pull his clothes off? <laughs> Somebody explain that to me. Inside out. It was one of them chomo fucking uh, mountain lions. Undressed him first. But, uh, yeah, so Timothy Barnes, 1988. In mid-July, slightly northeast from the site of where the mystery man's body was discovered. So you notice this is a cluster. They're all near each other. This yeah. is all very close to each other. Like, Could be like a Bigfoot In the like same nest. general area. Could be a nest. We'll, we'll get to something like that here soon. Don't you okay. worry about okay. that. Um, so, in mid-July, uh, let's see, Timothy Barnes vanished. Similar to the Jeff Estes case, even after meticulous search efforts, not a shred of evidence surfaced. These four instances exemplify the strange anomaly within missing 411 cases of particular hotspots. Here we see within these few square miles a startling concentration of lost people. This suggests a geographic correlation. Yeah, so like 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 I said, a lot of them happen concentrated. So it's like there's something in this area that is causing it, doing it, or is responsible for it because it just keeps happening. Also, I mean, you can if you want to be air on the side of caution, it's like, well, it's a park. Shit happens. True. It's the wilderness. Shit happens. That that is also like very true. But yeah. In this instance, it's really hard to explain the shit that happened. When also too, if there's a ring like Boys Town happening. You know, it's going, they're going to be targeting, you know, you look at serial killers, they hit in like a radius. Yeah, you know? yeah, there's always an area they stay kind of localized in, unless they're like, unless they're real far travelers, like, uh, what was it, Bundy? Right. You know, and he, so, I he mean, got around. I, I personally have a hard time believing that, like, Boys Town, <coughs> Franklin Scandal, you know, all these things, Catholic Church, all that there wasn't shit. some other kind of op going on somewhere. I have a hard time believing that, like, that's all... Like the seedy shit that goes on, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's almost easier to cover it up out there, right? Because there's a million and one different things that can kill you out in the fucking wilderness. So I, I I don't know, man. I love the Bigfoot idea. I love the there. There are so many explanations, though, and I think that's why cryptids and like missing missing persons cases Mm -hmm. slash just like mysteries in general, like unsolved mysteries. You know that shit like taps into something in like the human's imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something because like humans are hardwired to be uh, afraid of the unknown. That's why like yeah. we're afraid of the dark. That's why we're afraid of a lot. Yeah, That's the, why we have anxiety about life is, choices. Fear is man's oldest emotion, I believe. Exact lizard brain shit. That's our right? oldest emotion, probably. And so uh, I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought. Of that Sorry. what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, the, 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 the God, the parks and the. I'm so high. Uh, I know. I was just talking about how. Oh, let me like, interrupt you. Sorry. No, you're good. It's just how the whole the whole cryptid thing like yeah. it taps into something that like the primal the fear, fear of the yeah, unknown. Yeah, the, primal the primal fear. Yeah. And so you can you can have any explanation for this shit. Yeah. You could have any explanation, and that's why it's so it's so sick. That's why it's so fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. To be like, yo, like I don't know. Could it be Franklin scandal, you know, Boys Town abductions yeah. with folded up clothes and the kids just gone and being tortured and sold on Epstein's All Island? Over the place, could yeah. be that. I don't know. Could be the fucking, um, you know, could be the, the goddamn wed- Wendigo. Whoa, you're not supposed to name it, dude. Don't name it. Oh, I'm not It'll supposed to say it you. three times and look don't, in the mirror and it. spin around. You're not supposed to name it, dude. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's, I it's have a... one tattooed on me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you're fucked, dude. Yeah. You're going to get raped by one of those things one of these days. Get... <laughs> Next trip you take out to a national park, you get raped by a Wendigo. Dude, Peter Kane got raped by a Bigfoot. But did he? I'm going to one-up him. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He did. 
get right by a Wendigo. You start a competing YouTube channel. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, see, you have a relationship with Bigfoot, but I have a relationship with a superior cryptid. He'll eat your skin. <laughs> she goes to a different school. She goes to a different school. Uh, can you find me the cannibal one? Hold on. What is the Bureau of Missing Persons oh, thing about? What's bureaucracy that? of Missing Persons. In the instance of Stacey Aris's case, David Politi's also encountered another perplexing obstacle. Upon filing a Freedom of Information request to access the original Aris case file... He was denied and contacted directly by a special agent from the National Park. The man told Polites in no uncertain terms that they would not release the file. However, he provided no explanation for what was, by all accounts, a perfectly normal request. That That is another thing, is that the parks are very stubborn. What's the cover? The parks are very stubborn about releasing information about it because they don't want to ruin the reputation of the National Parks. Sure. They don't want people to realize that, like, a bunch of fucking people die and disappear here every year. Please don't stop coming to these. Yeah, right. You know, like... Yeah. That's, like, always been their thing, is, like, they kind of want to present this hokey kind of wholesome, safe... They want you to think they're safe, but, like, it's long been talked about that I think the Jefferson National Forest, people think there's still a serial killer that lives in there and is active in there. That's here, right? Yeah, that's up in up north near, like, Elkton in that area. Damn. They, they believe... Yeah, there's been for years, like, idea that, like, there's been some kind of active killer in those woods for a long time well bro even what was that a youtuber that like her boyfriend Joe, killed gabby her? petito yeah dude yeah even that dude went on the run on the at yeah i was out there with liam bro me and liam, i remember you saying me yeah, and liam dude we were there. tripping acid in the that. woods and we were tripping that acid like that was so long ago i know and we were out there and we were tripping balls and i was like bro what if Gabby Petito's boyfriend comes up and murders us while we're just <laughs> high as fuck right now? Yeah. He was like, no, no, no. High, dude. Bad trip, bad trip. <laughs> we just started laughing about Gabby Petito's boyfriend just coming out of the woods He's with like, a gun. Hello. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and he comes out of the woods going, I'm Gabby Petito's boyfriend. Yeah, he announces himself. <laughs> no, dude. He wouldn't be just some like other like Appalachian Trail hippie right. that's like, hey, man, you guys got any rice? <laughs> you guys got any bread? I need some teepee. So yeah, that's uh, the police. So as we've seen, like getting into this stuff, there's there's a lot of weirdness around it, and there's a lot of like stop blocks. You know, it it gets interesting very quickly. Let's see, difficulty finding them. Theories believable and bizarre. So Bigfoot and other cryptids from Appalachian mythology have come into the equation a number of times. Although many of these missing 411 cases demonstrate strange instances, the link to any mountain monsters is mere folk devil hearsay. And yeah, that's the thing with Polides. He always tries to not directly infer that he thinks it's Bigfoot doing it. Yeah. I think just to not like be taken not be taken seriously. But he's also strides and affecting well, cause the, the theories. The second one he at the did the same time. The second one he did the hunted. Mm-hmm. He had a whole section that talks about Sasquatch, but he doesn't actually say, you know, he just talks to some guys who claim they ran it, who, who got the thing, the, the clip I want you to play later. Um, the guys who got that, you know, who got that audio of the Sasquatch making all those weird fucking noises mm-hmm. or what is allegedly Sasquatch. Yeah. It's just crazy how they always get like audio and stuff, but they never get fucking videos. I like this line, too. Yeah. It says, interestingly, UFO sightings often correlate with these hotspots. Sometimes even around the same time as someone has gone missing. Yeah, they were, they do they do see that a lot. You so know? that that's again tapping into that just like just orgasmic cerebral conspiracy nut 
you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, of just like it could be anything. Yeah, it gets it weirder. On the, it gets weirder on the next slide. Theorists propose that a serial killer, or a cult sect that hunts humans, may be on the prowl. Dude, we are all over this. We don't yeah. even need this article. We don't even need the. We article. are all. <laughs> we already we're on it. the fucking yeah, case. Yeah, kind of did it. Uh, Yo, wrap it up, dude. Yeah, see, with more people becoming aware of some of the government's irresponsible activities at the cost of citizens, such as MK Ultra, these ideas can quickly embed themselves in the minds of people desperate for answers. Yeah, so. I mean, Did I just write this article before I read with it? With our brain. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, we willed this one into existence. Dude, find me that fucking cannibal one, though. The cannibal the cannibal article? I think so, yeah. I don't know if that's not it. That's just a list of unsolved ones. That's... Are we already, did I send you the cannibal one? Yeah, I think that's it. Whoa, cannibal people. Yeah, and that's what I was talking wildlife. about. There being like feral people that lived in the parks, you know? So you're talking like feral people. And feral is in they don't interact with normal society and could be a little weird. You know, like deliverance style kind of people. So they're like uncontacted Amazonian tribe. <laughs> yeah. Just like in North Dakota. Ooh, can you imagine <laughs> an uncontacted Appalachian tribe? Oh, no. <laughs> I think we've seen them on Soft White Underbelly. Yeah, well, that's Ray. Yeah. yeah. Hip, 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 hip. Yeah, Ruff, that's the Whitakers. Ruff, Ruff. I think the Whitakers are Bigfoot. Whitaker, yeah. Hey. So we're gonna check out what the Whitakers are doing when they're not being filmed. Yeah, by I that know. Guy. I feel like every Bigfoot sighting is just Ray. Yeah, <laughs> even that little that little Ching Chong language you were telling me about that they speak. Ching-chong. That's just Ray going hap, hap, hap. <laughs> and a bunch of Whitakers out there just fucking sneaking through the woods. Oh, terrifying. Be, to be quite honest. So let's see. National parks have historically been places that insp- this is a, a article from Pathloom. This looks like a holistic healing website. It does so look I'm like or somebody's like Blogspot or WordPress. Uh, but National parks have historically been places that inspire morbid curiosity and rampant imagination. With acres of dense, often unexplored forests, many fear what could be lurking inside. These fears are not entirely irrational either. With 2,727 deaths in U.S. national parks over the past 12 years. Jesus. Uh, recently, many people have taken to TikTok to attempt to explain this phenomenon. Some claims those responsible for these deaths are hordes of feral cannibal people living in the depths of national parks, killing and eating people. So this is like a theory that's kind of popped up on TikTok and started being spread on TikTok. Of course it's yeah. on TikTok. So TikToker Chronicles of Olivia, she's also been following like the Idaho murder thing, too. She's like all over that shit. I, do, I went to her page today just to see. I actually see. don't know a whole lot about that. The uh, Idaho murders. It's... Uh, a, a lot of people are jumping the gun in there, but they're pretty sure it's a serial killer. But it's like there's no, there's no way to know. There's no pattern either yeah. yet. It's just like four people have died. You know? Could you imagine being the guy who did one of those? Well, and just laughing and being like, they got it all wrong. I, I was, did one of these and not the other. Yeah, like, there's other. There's three other guys who showed up after me. Come <laughs> on. But uh, there was, dude. I did see there was a thread <coughs> on one of the chans where these guys were like digging into shit. And it was getting pretty weird pretty fast. Well, what I'm they saying, found internet researchers need to stop because you end up doxing people. Oh, that they were don't ruining need to be doxed. Yeah, they ruined, ruined one of the neighbors' lives. lives. Didn't they? I think they that got happened. the guy's car seized, uh, and they yeah. just they, a bunch of redditors accused him because he was weird. Because they thought he was weird. A That's bunch, so a fuck. bunch of girls who were like, "I have a boyfriend," decided to accuse this guy because they thought he was weird. Yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to like dox people and like accuse them of shit on the internet through internet sleuthing like that whole uh 
don't be mean to cats that whole yeah. like netflix yeah don't thing. fuck with cats don't fuck with cats yeah, all those yeah. people yeah and, and like but don't i mean, mean they cats. were a force of good for that one but yeah i think people's eagerness to maybe get in on the game makes it so they they're stupid well it's like fishing like for every like hundred t- stabs yeah. 4chan gets like maybe one they might reel in oh, a, no, a nice was, big bass that was redditors that did that one. the redditors okay yeah. so again like the redditors they might get they might land a lunker every now and again but like they're casting you know a hundred times before they're fucking reeling it in yeah the the, the fucking 4chan one was mental because they had a picture that a guy posted on snapchat in a ski mask that was geolocated right next to the house at 3 a.m when those people were murdered. That's wild. Yeah, so they started trying to track down who that was, and they've been like trying to reverse engineer it and figure out who the fuck it was. That's like the closest thing I've seen that's like a lead on it. Mm. It's some weird fucker in a ski mask at 3 a.m. next to the house, which was when they were murdered. But yeah, so this chick posted a video. She was um, at a park in Washington State, and she found hundreds of what she described as Described as, where is it? Humanoid footsteps at the top of the mountain she was climbing. And uh, after filing an official report with no evidence. So, yeah, I saw the video of it. And um, it shows she's talking about the footprint because it has a very unique, like, mid, uh, mid-foot break. So, it almost looks like the foot kind of goes like this. So, basically, how we it walk flat-footed, yeah. our heel is actually, like... Like dogs have heels. Yeah. It's just that it's high a tarsal up joint. break, I think is what's it called. I think it's called a tarsal break or something like that. Okay, so they basically they stand up on the balls of their feet. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. And she's she found a bunch of human sized footprints like that. Weird. You can see the depressions in the mud. They weren't like normal flat steps, you know? Yeah, they were kind of probably were, had deeper toe. Yeah, imprints. the toes were really imprinted and the heels were high. That's so weird. So there was some creepy shit going on up there, you know. So that, that kind of lends credence to maybe there's something weird going on in the park. Also, who knows? Bitch could have brought a pop prop with her and just stuffed it in the ground. I, like, I, you know, I have to, like, grain of salt it a little bit, you know? Sure. We like to entertain things here, but we don't like to really go too whole hog on it. You can't know? go whole hog yeah. on anything. So, this is like one bitch on TikTok saying, exactly. I saw humanoid footsteps that the government is trying to and, hide Yeah, from and us. She, she claims the government is hiding them due to their lack of official species classification. I'm like, why... Would you like? I don't understand what who benefits hiding humanoid creatures from us. I don't Ooh, think here's it's... another TikToker. This is some great. This is basically a blog post about TikTok somebody saw on conspiracy rabbit holes. Oh yeah, that, that just... are that are scary stories to tell. At yeah, night. I chased because, them down. But... Okay, well here's the thing too is I will say that there. I, I used to be on the conspiracy fucking like algorithm mm. on Instagram and shit. And there is so much conspiracy content that is literally just like nighttime stories. Sure. That yeah, it's like it's, it's story time shit that entertain people. For sure. Yeah. It's nighttime stories. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I could totally see some of this being like fabricated for views and clickbait. And maybe to drive people to these people's TikTok. For sure. Maybe. Like like when it comes to like stories like this, I definitely don't lend it too much. Much credence, if any. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know? But it is still fun stories of like you know, there is stuff out there. Like there there are dyed in the wool, like UFO alien abduction stories. Right. There are, you know, dyed in the wool fucking Bigfoot sightings and mm-hmm. shit. You know, there's the hoaxes we know about, the classic footage. Right. We know that's been hoped. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy came out and was like, yeah, I was in a suit. Like, that yeah, was me. Yeah, we were, this is in the 70s. We like, Joe Rogan suit. got to the bottom of it and, like, yeah. figured it out. But, um, 
he didn't, but <laughs> somebody else did. But he talks about it. He's like, yeah, it's not true. But I wanted to raise. So that was my first kind of thing I wanted to play with was that, you know, the fucking like possible cannibals in the parks. You know, people hear weird shit in the parks all the time. See weird shit, hear weird shit. It's a weird shit fucking emporium. Sure. And uh, but next one. Yeah. Our Bigfoot. So this was a post on our Bigfoot, and it was titled, is Bigfoot reported in Islamic text? Is Bigfoot Haram? <laughs> I love this yes. already. So if you click on um, the Wikipedia right here, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. The group of Muslims are on a journey. So this is a thing, and it's this is a quote from the Quran talking about this. So. They came to an island at sunset, and they sat in a small rowboat that landed on the island. They were met by a beast with a great deal of hair, and they could not distinguish his face from his back because he was so hairy. We took to rowing the boats and landed on the island, and we were met by a beast with a great deal of hair who could not tell from his face because his back was so hairy. So that's a translation from the Quran that they just came to an island and saw an incredibly fucking hairy beast. So that's a mentioning... but. In Islamic culture, they mention the spy or the one who spies. As we know, the Bigfoot is very discreet and an observer. In the story, the creature speaks like a human, but wasn't wasn't it a way to show how this creature looks like a human, like Bigfoot? So my thread wasn't created to promote Islam, but to show that in different culture, there are depictions of creatures who seem to be related to Bigfoot. We know that they're equivalent of Bigfoot in Australia. I do remember its name in Central Asia, blah, blah, blah. All right, so Wik- the Wikipedia, I believe, next to that Reddit one is what I was looking for. It's the definition of djinn or a djinn uh, up at the top. No, back left. No. Where's the... Oh, there's your shit. What the fuck? I thought I sent you the fucking djinn one. Okay, well, a djinn is typically... In Islam, in in like Muslim culture, is a hairy beast that is essentially interdimensional, and that's like what they're talking about there in that post. So that raises me. That kind of leans towards my theory of like maybe Bigfoot's a jinn, something like that, some kind of interdimensional beast, and like you have like the creatures, um, like at the uh, Skinwalker Ranch. That they talk about hairy things coming out of those interdimensional portals and shit. Like some guy said he saw one like crawl out on its hands and knees out of a fucking portal. You know? Right. So going on with that, I wanted to go to the Mount St. Helens Bigfoot thing. I think it's one of those. Yeah, the Washington 8 Canyon. So this is a very interesting thing with the Sasquatches. So um a group of hunters went uh or a group of miners had a new plot. Uh, and they built like a makeshift like ramshackle cabin out of logs and like chinking and shit mm-hmm. to live in because they had just gotten this plot and they knew they were they were gonna make like a fuckload of money off it. Dude was really excited. They're like gold miners. They were, he was like hype and he's like, like we gotta stay here. Like I'm not leaving this mountain right now. Like when you start digging, and uh, so they go to bed that night, and their cabin comes under. This is in the Mount St. Helens area, mind you. Their cabin comes under attack by what they called. Ape devils or whatever the fuck it is, like mountain devils. And uh, they started off in the middle of the night, like a the guy gets woken up. There's like three or four of them in the thing, or two or three of them. And uh, all of a sudden they wake up because their friend's fucking screaming. Because something threw a rock at the wall and knocked a big piece of the fucking chinking out, like a boulder. It threw a no boulder shit. at the wall and knocked a bunch of chinking out on him. And he was like, what the fuck? So they get up 
and they can hear them running around outside, like near their mind stuff, like running over a thing of pipes or something. Like mm-hmm. they hear it, like hitting the pipes and shit. And then they're like making noises. And they come to the cabin and start like trying to fucking rip the makeshift cabin apart. Like they're trying to get in there. They said one got its arm in Damn. and grabbed an axe that was inside and tried to pull the axe out. And they've stopped it. And they said they were shooting shots at it, uh, at them. They, they knew they were hitting them. They were mm-hmm. just bah, 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 just firing rounds in them and nothing would make them stop. Damn. Like they were under siege like all night by these things. They would like stop for a minute and back off mm-hmm. and then like go back to attacking them. No shit. Like, so they're just sitting there all night like terrified just firing rounds at these fucking things. And they come out, they, they go out, it quiets down and they go out in the morning and the dude sees one near the top of a hill that he claims he fired at and saw it fall down into a gorge. No shit. Yeah. So... Bullets wouldn't fucking hurt these things because they knew they were hitting them, which was weird that one finally took one and just was like, you know, like he was just playing dead. I don't know. He was having fun. Like, they'll get a kick out of this. Watch. Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) That's like when you when you like, you know, it's like a big dog laying over for a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, like, oh, you got me, big guy. And so that, that that's like the only encounter those people ever had with one of those, but it was so strange. And so they talk about that, right? And, the, and the, I was trying to draw that back to Skinwalker about how the bullets didn't hurt him because uh, all the stories of the creatures they told about at Skinwalker Ranch uh-huh. would take bullets and nothing would happen to them. Like the big dire wolf thing that came out the woods and just bit a cow through the fence and tried to like pull it through the fence. It just casually walked up and was like... <laughs> And just started trying to and guy, like, and the guy got like a forty-five like Magnum or a forty-four, and like blew a chunk out of it, and it didn't even phase it. That's crazy. So like that's kind of where I'm like, okay, maybe these are gen, maybe they're just normal creatures. Who knows? Maybe they're flesh and blood. But there's too many weird stories. Do they phase in here? Are that's they a, a natural yeah. part of just? Do they do they exist, and we just can't detect them? What about underground? I mean, we talk about dumbs all the time. Mm-hmm. What if these creatures have like underground burrows and cities? Yeah. What if the government, again, like that crazy TikTok lady, knows about them and says, "Okay, you can have this area of underground, whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll make our dumbs over here." You know, shit yeah. like that. They got their own base or something. I don't know. What if we started a new Gaia grift <laughs> where instead of the Intergalactic Federation, it's the Mole People Federation? Yeah, we just strictly focus on it all being underground. All of it's underground. <laughs> it's not aliens. All of it's underground, guys. <laughs> That's our grift. Solid plan. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's at Mount St. Helens area as well. All this stuff. Let's go to the next one. Bigfoot bodies. This is an article from WashingtonBigfoot.com. And again, I've used a lot of dubious websites this go round. But I think there's something to some of these stories. Because I remember hearing about this before I ever like saw this article. Right. Um, and people did allege that like the Mount St. Mount St. Helens was a huge eruption. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was enormous. And it fu- the pyroclastic flow on that alone like pretty much stripped all the wildlife in that area. What a word. Yeah. What, pyroclastic flow? That's sick. That's a good yeah. band name. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's like, like the, an electronic it's artist. The, it's not even the lava. It's like the blast wave with mud and dirt that comes off of a fucking volcano. That's so sick. It's just pure concussive force. That's so sick. Yeah. I love it. And it causes like a fucking like instant flash flood of just debris and shit. That's and my hardcore band. Yeah. Concussive force. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so they the eruption happened and they alleged that... Um, what is it? A previous post dug a bit into the idea that a local Bigfoot that lived around Mount St. Helens might have been killed in the 1980s eruption. 
Well, there was a thread on Facebook. So this is just a thread on Facebook. <laughs> Moms on Facebook found yeah. Bigfoot. It's a thread on Facebook, but it, it does, you know, it kind of smacks of like, okay, well, maybe something like that would happen. But um, we're just having fun here. So one person alleged they were placed in charge of a pile of dead animals. And one pile of dead animals in particular, it was covered and no one was allowed to come near it. Army U.S. National Guard personnel were guarding this pile. On the day that they were going to move this group of bodies, Bradshaw was standing very close to the pile and was told to keep his mouth closed about what he was about to witness. Uh, when the tarps were removed, he was amazed to see the bodies were those of Sasquatch, some badly burned, some not. They were placed in a large net and lifted in the back of the truck, which was then tarped over. There were no documented reports of Bigfoot or Sasquatch carcasses, and there were no pr- projects to attempt to locate and or recover any bodies. That's I think that was what the answer to the FOIA act was. So they foiled the government about this incident, and they returned to FOIA. It was like, no, that never happened. Damn. I, but why would they fucking say it did? If of it course, did? why you would know, they? Yeah. Why would they be like, oh, you caught us? You see, they fought the FOIA case closed. They they foiled Bigfoot. <laughs> we have to tell them. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, dude, <laughs> they yeah, they foiled de- Bigfoot. They definitely tell you if you foiled Bigfoot. That's that's gonna be the name of the episode. We foiled Bigfoot. We foiled Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking dorks? <laughs> we foiled the government for Bigfoot, baby. That's so sick. Yeah. That's so sick. So, I mean, that's. I just thought it was really interesting kind of drawing the links between all of them um, with the missing 411 stuff. I did have this. That, uh, this is one little interesting thing I found while I was looking around. That Yellowstone has an area called the Zone of Death. Um, and it's called that because all these jurisdictions overlap. So it falls out of federal, like, uh, like if you read, let's read the post. I just want to make sure I have this right. Cause I don't want to, uh, I don't want to like says loophole. This. So it's a loophole. Yeah. So the United States district court for the district of Wyoming is currently the only United States district court to have jurisdiction over parts of multiple states. This is because its jurisdiction includes all of Yellowstone National Park, which extends slightly beyond Wyoming's boundaries into Idaho and Montana. In addition, the federal government has exclusive jurisdiction over the park, so crimes committed in the park cannot be prosecuted under any of the state's laws. Trials in the district court are normally held at the federal courthouse in Cheyenne, Wyoming. However... The Sixth Amendment in the United States Constitution declares that the juries in federal court cases, in federal criminal cases, must be made up of citizens who are from both the district and state where the crime was committed. Because of this, charges for a crime alleged to have been committed in the area of Park in Idaho would have to be tried before a jury consisting entirely of residents of that area, and the trial would also have to take place in that area. As the Idaho portion of the park is uninhabited, a jury of residents of both the state and the district could not be impeded. Impaneled, as the Constitution guarantees the right to a jury trial, specified there separate, three separate times, a defendant facing any felony or misdemeanor charge being unable to receive a constitutional trial could not be legally punished regardless of guilt or innocence. So there is a loophole that exists there. So there, it's not even like you alleged. Mean to, you mean to tell me that there's a legal loophole where there's like this tiny sliver in Idaho, yes, where in Yellowstone you could commit a crime. And there is no possible way anybody could punish you. I think that's where the uh, kid harvesting operations at. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I think that could be where the kid harvesting operations hiding. So at. wait, are they saying that it's <laughs> that it's even the federal government can't try you because they can't compose a jury? They wouldn't be able to compose a jury because it's uninhabited land. And so there's no way you would be able to. You could not get a constitutional trial in any way. 
So they therefore you technically could not be charged with a crime. That is fucking insane that <laughs> no one is talking about this. <laughs> what the actual yeah, fuck? It's just like La La Land. It's just like a little place where you can just get away with that, apparently. And no one talks about it. Yeah, I never I never heard of it until I started looking this shit up. I've never heard of this. Yeah, they just have a section of Yellowstone where you can like essentially go murder someone if you wanted to. I'm surprised it's not like our suicide force, but it's just the murder forest. Oh my God. <laughs> that is, that's like really dark. Like that's actually fucking with me. I know I always that's joke American around. American legal chicanery for you right there. I know. Dude. And I know I it's always. typical American legal chicanery. I joke about, you know, nothing surprises me, but like this <laughs> actually surprising. surprises me. This is pretty fucking surprising. Yeah, I, I like, wanted to throw that one in there because I was like, this is just interesting. It's very wow. interesting. <laughs> wow, dude. And then the, what's the discovery say? It was discovered by Michigan State University law professor Brian C. Colt while he was planning to write an essay about technicalities of the Sixth Amendment, which ent- entitles criminal defendants to a fair and quick trial. Colt wondered about a hypothetical place where there were not enough eligible citizens to form a jury and theorized that there could be no trial and therefore no punishment for major crimes in that area. He, re- he later realized there was such a place. The section, the Idaho section of Yellowstone National Park. Horrified by the realization, Colt shifted his focus to writing an essay about the area to persuade the government to fix the loophole. The essay, which is called The Perfect Crime. Oh, dude, you're a loser, dude. You're a nerd. What a dork. What a nerd. You trying to take everybody's murder spot away? What's wrong with you, man? Why can't we have anything nice in this country? What a fucking square. So first, I can't drive drunk. And now they want to take the murder capital from me? Double oppression. Fuck that. I'm telling you, dude. And they say we're a free country. I don't think so. Not anymore. Thanks, Obama. No, thanks. What's his name? Brian C. Colt. Yeah, Brian, you loser. <laughs> Brian fucking suck my dick, you damn nerd cult. Yeah, fucking so asshole. apparently he made it like his life's work to try and get the loophole closed after that. Yeah, uh, after he discovered the loophole, he worked to have them close it. He suggested lawmakers, blah, blah, blah. All this is fucking nerd shit. Yeah, he's just being a... This oh, is and then he wrote a novel. A he is a nerd. He wrote a novel. Called Free Fire that featured, featured, that featured the zone. zone. <laughs> this is what so is this, sick. stalker, dude? What is this shit? Increased government. Yeah, so... Okay, and then this is his... Oh, yeah. It's been written So it's a been lot. in the TV yeah, show. But apparently no known felonies have ever been committed there. Well, yeah, because they can't prosecute them. True. How would they know? Actually, they, yeah, good how point. Would, how good would anybody, point. Come on. Yeah, good come point. On. I wonder if they could even really send officers in there yeah. because there's no real jurisdiction of it. Well, I really, uh, I really do just love the whole... First of all, I love the historical context for Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Especially tying in like the Islamic texts, yeah. the jinn, which is what Hindu culture. Jinn is Muslim. Jinn is Muslim culture. Okay, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of. I don't know if they're associated with genies in the same way, but I think they might be. It's jinn are just spiritual beings, sure, essentially. Well, and then you have a lot of North American cryptids. Uh, Bigfoot, I think, just kind of transcends a lot. Dogman, um, but yeah, you got Dogman. Um, I was even talking with my buddy There's today. Some lizards. What's that? There's some lizards. There's some lizards. Uh, what about Frogman? I've never seen Frogman. Oh, dude. My buddy sent me a couple. And these are fun ones. These are not like oh, nothing dude, I, serious. No, no missing Frog- 411. No, yeah. no, none of that. No, I want to see Frogman, dude. <laughs> I like Frogman. 
um the loveland, the loveland frog. frog dude does that what is that what it looks like hello my baby hello yeah. my honey no that's an artist he's doing, rendition he's even doing the racist dance and everything right and they say the so-called frog was more than likely a tailless iguana which uh, is why would somebody have an iguana in the 70s big, in idaho why was it that big though <laughs> loveland loveland ohio Okay, well, 1972. No, it's Ohio. That explains it. And it's pretty much all of this is, again, like kind of like those TikToks. It's all just like word of mouth. It's all just like urban sightings, legends, urban myths, legend, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. The same with like, uh, what about, what's it? The Hodog? The Hodag. 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 You ever heard of a Hodag? Is that a Pokemon? Because I'm seeing a bunch of Pokemon stuff on here. <laughs> Look at this. So this is the Hodag. What is that? The hodag is a folkloric animal a hot dog? from Wisconsin. It's from Wisconsin. It's referred to as a fearsome critter. Its history is focused mainly around the city of Rhinelander in northern Wisconsin, where it's said to have been discovered. Now, here's a. Does fun he got the big funny lips? Like, uh, he's got it's not lips; it's teeth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Look at them. They're like little, little. They're described with like fearsome beasts with like heads, and they they look real weird. Like, look nasty up a hodag; they're kind of cool fuckers. looking. But <clears throat> the funny part is that <clears throat> they talk about a hoax where like this guy talked about I discovered a hodag, and so it was like <laughs> a it was like a carnival like sideshow type deal where oh, yeah, this guy yeah. Yeah, basically oddity. Yeah, and so he built this fake thing and even ran wires through it so it would move every now and oh, again cool. and freak people out. And he even had they they wrote about it here. He had this little trick where he would uh, he would be like, "Oh, the hodag's like you know in a bad mood today. He doesn't want to come out." So then <laughs> he would so then he would go behind a door, would like have assistants make a bunch of noise, and he would quickly change into like torn up clothes <laughs> and like act like he had just that's gotten so torn cool. up. That's what uh, that's what, like movie like prop nerds. Yeah, did. yeah, that's yeah. what movie prop nerds did before movies existed. Right. That was their shit. <laughs> So he did that and he'd come out and everyone would be like, oh my gosh, and like flip him Holy a nickel shit. or some shit, you know, like take all my money. Sir. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, apparently the hoax was discovered and like that was that. And Ooh. now it's become kind of like it's like a mascot. It's like a high school mascot, right. you know, but one of the funny things that I discovered is I was looking at the Wikipedia and one of the references is a newspaper clipping of John F. Kennedy receiving a hodag. Oh, that's cool. They so, gave him a hodag. But here's here's what I want to propose to you. That you know how we talk there. about you know how we talk about like the news, like put stuff in your face yeah, yeah, and they yeah. speak in code? Sure. I propose that they actually gave John F. Kennedy a real hodag. And that's why he got killed. They killed him because he had a hodag. They said, a hodag, symbol of Rhinelander, is one of the prized possessions of John F. Kennedy, who this week was nominated by the Democratic Party to be its candidate for president of the United States. The miniature hodag was given to Senator and Mrs. Kennedy when they came here last fall during the course of the campaign for delegates to the National Convention. It's it weird the way on. they spaced president out. Yeah, right. Like they did aesthetic, like you know, it's like the same kind of thing. Well, it's all about spacing and type. But the presentation was made by Henry J. Burquist, Democratic County Chairman and Master of Ceremonies for the Labor Temple Luncheon, at which the Massachusetts Senator spoke. We find this is a quote from Kennedy. He said, "We find the hodag to be a very provocative conversation piece." <laughs> Senator Kennedy has written Burquist, and we are delighted to have. So interesting a souvenir 
our visit to Rhineland. And so they kind of like, they're playing it off like they gave him like a little miniature like statue. Mm -hmm. What if like these are like fucking big wig elites and they gave them like some fucking like real hodag cryptid some, shit. Some like freak little interdimensional Instead being. of a poodle, yeah. like the, the Kennedys actually had a hodag. Thank you. I love hodags. Yeah, right. And, the, and <laughs> that's the reason he got killed, actually. Yeah, Not for the aliens. It's the hodag. Yeah, the fucking Secret Service wanted that. I, did you hear that they're like... But this is a real newspaper article. Yeah, it's Saying they, they the guy gave, gave him, him a, a hodag. hodag. What now, the fuck? Was it the guy who made the hodag or is it just like... No, it's, it's I think because it became a symbol of the town, yeah. it became like such a folkloric like symbol of the town. Like the way Mothman is for that one West Virginia town. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be like if that guy gave, you know... Biden, a Mothman statue, a Mothman Funko Pop. Of course. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. I like this a lot. Gonna give it to my crackhead son. Yeah. My son Brandon's gonna love this. But yeah, no, that's. I, I love this kind of cryptid shit. It's nice to take a break from all like the silly shit that's going on. Oh yeah. Like that's just. It's all gotten so ridiculous at this point. It really has. It's, it has. Like it's I. Crazy. I I feel like I said I'm cured. Yeah. I'm over it. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna play that game anymore. Oh, you'll you'll be playing you'll you'll have to play it again if I'm here. That's true. You'll always have to play it again. You'll reel me back in with some get, sus shit. Get you out the damn cave. <laughs> get you out that damn cave. Come here and play chess with me, boy.